Hello, friends. Today I speak with Central Valley filmmaker Ernest Serrano. He is a director, producer, and actor, and he's also the CEO of Serrano Studios. Today we talk about COVID-19 and its impact on the film set. Hope you enjoy. Hi, Ernest. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Good. How's your uh, whole quarantine vacation going? (laughs) Oh, it's been great. I don't have any issues with it. It is what it is. So yeah, just day by day and just be uh, kind to people as much as we can, huh? That's about it. That's about it. Take care of your family, you know, and and just make sure you know you're using common sense. Absolutely. Well, jumping right into the topic, I got to be honest. I know nothing about the new rules and regulations on. <laughs> what goes into the whole film, you know, and, and being on the film set and all of these things, but it had, it has changed drastically. Um, I know that much. And so, yeah, I wanted to really um, kind of get, I, I know you know a lot more about this um, particular topic than I do. And so, yeah, I wanted to get your, your thoughts on everything going on. Well, you know, it's, it's kind of, nobody really knows everything that's going on right now because the way the way things have been going is so much uncertainty. Everybody, everybody wants to have a say in how they're going to want to start filming again. And so until somebody steps forward and actually lays down the rules, uh, everyone's going to still keep running around kind of figuring things out for themselves. LA and, and the big studios and everything, they have their game plan. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they, they're a lot different than what we're going to be doing. You know, we are, we are the independents. We are the below micro budget type filmmakers out here. Mm -hmm. And we can't, we can't do the same things that they're going to be doing. Uh, They've got the money to be able to uh, set the rules that they can enforce. Now for Mm -hmm. us out here, um, we have to kind of, played a little bit different we can kind of use the same rules but we have to tailor the rules to suit our budget and to suit our area and things like that for instance um a studio wants to start production let's just go ahead and say uh tyler perry studio okay Mm -hmm. they're jumping in they're 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 gonna get started so um they they put out a set of rules uh, it, yeah, it, it actually got leaked. I see. Uh, it's like an, uh, an 11 page PDF. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And in that, you know, they have the ability to, um, what do you call it? Sequester people, you know, quarantine them, you know, they mm-hmm. can, they can say like in his, in his pamphlets and his stuff like that, he says, okay, uh, we have a star and we want to bring him to our set. So we're going to send him a private plane, you know? He's going to be tested prior to getting on that plane, he or she. Uh, when they're on the plane, the people that are on the plane are going to be in, in you know, PPE. You know, they're going to be protected and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, then when he gets off the plane, he'll be checked again. You know, the drivers of the vehicle that are going to take him to his hotel room, which is basically on the studio lot, Um they have to be tested. So they get them there. And then everybody that's going to be on that set will be tested. All the results have to come back. 
everybody has to be negative before they're allowed to get started. Now, do you know how much money goes into that? I'm sure a lot. <laughs> you know, so imagine someone like Serrano Studios or you or, you know, any of these guys out here. We can't do that. You know, yeah. we have to use basic common sense. Mm-hmm. And even with that, it may not be enough. So we have to really, really, really think like, do we really want to get started right now? Do we really need to get started right now? And well, I even saw that. your post. Yeah, your post about insurance companies not, you know, taking any clients right now or, or any films on board just because of this. Yeah, know? production companies, um, the smaller ones, like I said, like us and things like that, um, we're not getting policies. They're not issuing policies because um, they know that we cannot protect uh, our cast and our crew the way these larger studios can. So it's going to be hard for us to get it. And then talking to uh, a friend out of L.A., she says that even L.A. is not doing anything right now. They're not doing anything because the guidelines haven't been set in stone. And until the insurance companies are willing to put up the policies to cover these things, the studios can't do anything. Nobody can really do anything. So if you do something, you're doing it on your own. And that's where the liability falls directly in the hands of the person who's creating the production. Mm -hmm. So you can have like, you know, just like I know, uh, we talk to our friends to come and help out on set. We talk to family members, you know, we try to get as many people as possible to help us out to keep our costs down. Mm-hmm. Now, if one of them gets sick, doesn't matter if they're your friend, your close friend, a family member, somebody's going to have to pay for that medical bill. Mm-hmm. And who's that fall on? It's going to fall on you. And as much as a lot of people are saying, well, they're, they're willing to come on set. They're willing to do this on their own. They're willing to sign a waiver. It's not going to matter. This, yeah. this is serious enough that people will, they'll, they'll, you know, they'll stab you in the back if they have to, you know, they'll try it. They'll try it. Yeah. Sure. You know, and I, I asked um, my cinematographer, Adrian about, you know, that topic exactly. And he said, you know, even if there was a, a lawsuit about that, how could you prove that it was on the set that exactly. you got it? You know, and, and, and so, the thing is, it's not about proving it; it's about having mm-hmm. to go through it. Sure, you see yeah. what I mean. And the money, the money associated with that alone. Exactly. Yeah. So even even if you know for a fact that you kept your set as clean as possible and kept social distance and did everything possible, if someone gets sick after your filming or during your filming. That all it's all about association. So you have mm-hmm. to really, really think, you know, is my project that important that I need to get it out right now? Or are you willing to wait, you know, a little bit longer until guidelines are set, insurance companies are ready to go? I've kind of already figured that 2020 is done. Yeah. You see, I'm not Absolutely. looking to start anything until January. And I've got a few projects lined up, ready to go. I'm just going to wait. I don't think there's a need for me to rush. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, that's what mean, we have to look at. That's true. You know, and I'm looking at the, um, the new guideline that uh, Georgia released for, for Tyler Perry, you know, and it says even for craft services, 
just pre-packaged portions. So even just, you know, down to the littlest details of craft services and, yeah. and um, hair and makeup, everything is changing. Everything is going to change. This It's not going to be the same for a while until they come up with a vaccine or something that can either curb it, stop it, or whatever it may be. When they start saying we haven't had a case in five months and we haven't had any then you're starting to know okay it's getting it's getting safe now so that's when you know a lot of these you know production companies and things like that are really going to start getting going because when you look at it right now if you try to film right now you can't have contact you, there can't be no mm -hmm. contact there can't be no um kissing scenes there can't be no uh you know, groups of extras, you know, in the background, mm -hmm. all huddled together, you know, you can't have that. It's all CGI. Exactly. Yeah. So you have to film, if you're going to film right now, you have to film in a way where, uh, like, for instance, um, 20th century said they're going to do the old style um, filming one person and then filming the other person in a different room and then splicing the film together. You know, the split screen type stuff, stuff. Mm. you know, because it's safe. It's safe for now. That means they can actually start filming if, if that's yeah. what they put down that they're going to do. They could start filming. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of things that are going to change. But for now, like I said, it's very, very hard to figure out where to go. The way I see mm. it is if I wanted to film, I would have to come up with something that is going to prevent people from being close together. I'd have to come up with something that's not going to require a lot of people, a small crew. Um, if you contact um, these um, facilities that do the airline foods and stuff like mm -hmm. that, they are actually working out uh, deals with uh, film companies to Wow. To take care of their, their craft services because they're prepackaged stuff. And they're not doing anything right now because the airlines are, are all shutting down and, and they're not doing much. So these That's people who are doing that, you know, that service, they need the money. So definitely yeah, work that, out so. with you to, you know, to get that going. So there's a few places in Fresno right now that actually package the food. There's a couple of big ones, but there's a few out there that if you contact them and say, hey, you know what? I've got 50 people. And uh, we're filming on this such and such date. You could probably get, you probably get food fairly cheap. Wow. Yeah, that's actually a pretty brilliant idea. And this is, in a way, uh, providing more jobs. Because even for, like, the hair and makeup, every actor needs to have their individual hair and makeup artist exactly. now, right? Exactly. And there cannot be any cross-contamination of makeup, hair products, any of that stuff. Wardrobe. You know, each individual wardrobe has to be kept separate. You know, all your stuff has to be kept by itself and everything. Uh, even the person, if you have a wardrobe person, that person can't go from one person to another person to another person without risking contamination. So mm -hmm. everything changes. And, and that's why I'm saying a lot of the studios, they have the ability to do this because they have the money to do this. Now, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that we can't. I'm just saying that we just don't have the ability right now without putting out the money. It's monumentally more difficult. I mean, we just get, it's lucky enough to get one hair and makeup artist in one to volunteer, <laughs> you know, at times. So. That is true. That is true. And there are a yeah. lot of talented people out here in the Central Valley. Um, I know quite a few makeup artists and hairstylists that are out here. 
And they're even asking the questions, how? How are we going to do this? You know, they're used to working on multiple people in a fast situation, you know, two people, three people in the same room in a chair, you know, and, and trying to get all this done as fast as possible. Now it can't be, you know, it can't be that way, which means if I decide I'm going to act in something, um, I have to contact a makeup artist that's going to be just with me. And I have to make sure that person has been quarantined and is negative. And the worst part about that is we still don't have any testing available for us. You know, I can't be like, hey, I'm I'm Ernest Serrano with Serrano Studios. I want to film. You know, I need to get a test. They're going to be like, mm -hmm. nope, we don't have any tests for you. There's no place around yeah. here to get one. So right now they're still focused on the people who are sick. Yeah. Instead of the preventing. Um, and it's, yeah, I mean, even down to the camera department, you know, and even for camera operator and first AC, they are literally together. You yeah. Know? And uh, it's like, how is this going to work? Well, I mean, sure, they could use a wireless um wireless yeah uh, they can dolly focus they or whatever, can do but focus still. pull they can do a couple different things but the lenses have to be changed out uh which means your mm -hmm. cinematographer would have to do his own lenses and everything like that uh he would have to attach the uh um the the unit to the lens for the focus pull because you can't have the person touching the camera um so mm -hmm. there's there's a multitude of different things that are going to change the way we function on a set and can it be done? Yes, it can be done. I mean, you can have one camera guy who handles everything that has to do with the camera. It's going to take a little longer to get things set up, but you can have one person do it. You can have uh, one gaffer who handles all of his stuff by himself. You know, nobody else is touching anything. Everybody can have their own tools. Nobody shares tools for anything. You know, um, mm -hmm. those are the things that can be done. And again, it just brings back to the to to the my original thing is should it be done right now you know we're mm -hmm. in may okay since this started what in february you know about late yeah, february yeah late february beginning march right march april may mm -hmm. okay so three months it hasn't been long it hasn't been long so if it mm -hmm. takes three months for everyone to go bonkers because they can't get out and film right now there's a problem so my thing yeah. is, is your project that important that you need to get it out right now? Or can you wait? Can you wait a little bit longer and make sure that when you do get out there to do these things that everyone's a little bit safer? So you have to make mm -hmm. that determination yourself. Because I'm sure these guidelines aren't permanent. You know, I'm sure there's eventually an expiration date for these guidelines. I, at least I, I think so. I, so. I think so. For now, they're the, they're going to be the standards for now until, like I said, they come out with uh, a vaccination or something that like you take this, it'll prevent you from getting COVID-19. Now with that, boom, we're back to business. We're back to business. Mm -hmm. You can go and, and get your productions going. You can have your people kissing and all that, whatever. You can do whatever you want at that point. But until then, mm -hmm. as long as we're, we're only doing social distancing and masks and things like that, we, everyone will be at risk of, of getting something. Now, I, it doesn't matter if you believe in it or not. It, I don't care about that. Mm -hmm. I don't care about the politics of all of that. That means nothing to me. To me, 
the safety of my crew, the safety of my cast. That's the most important mm -hmm. thing to me because my wife is my script supervisor. And mm -hmm. I'll be damned if I bring her in a situation where, you know, she can get sick, you know, or she can at least yeah. get something and bring it back home to my mother-in-law who, you know, lives with us and everything, who is, you know, 70 mm -hmm. years old. So, you see, so there, there's a lot of things that they have to look at. But I, me personally, like I said, I, I've already decided that 2020 is pretty much done. And, you know, my projects I'm gearing for now are all towards 2021. Yeah, I agree. I, um, yeah, I said this a few podcasts ago in the, um, when it was kind of picking up the COVID-19 and I was, yeah, I just assumed the whole rest of this year is completely done for, for films. I mean, even for the theaters, yeah. I think the whole, it's, I think everyone is going to be experiencing a bit of PTSD, you know, about this and it'll slowly build back to where it yeah. used to be, at least for packed areas like that. But maybe I'm wrong. Well, we'll hopefully, see. hopefully things will get better. Hopefully people will understand how serious this is and, and, and do the protection and do the social distancing and do the things that will help keep this down. But until then, we have to assume that, you know, anybody can get it. Anybody, you know, can pass it. So until we have any, some other reassurances on something, we just have to be careful. And you can't tell artists, because we, we are all artists, you, me, whether we're directing, whether we're acting, whether we're, whatever we're doing, we're all artists and we want to create. Mm -hmm. And when you, yeah. when you take an artist and you confine them, you know, and, and prevent them from being able to do the things they want to do, it, it's, it's nerve wracking. Yeah. You know? It's, un it's very unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, like what you said, you have to tailor your stories around to what we're able exactly. to do now, Exactly. Exactly. You know? And that's, yeah. and when, yeah. when you, when you're a writer and you, you know, have a certain style that you do in a certain genre that you like or whatever it is that you do to tell, to tell your own brain, you can't do that anymore. You need to think of this and only work around this. Yeah. That's devastating to creativity. You know, people, people don't like that. <laughs> yeah, it is, but it could also be a strength too. If you can, you know, navigate it could. through it. It could. Like sure. I shot, yeah. um, I shot two little pieces in my house called addiction, addiction and uh, addiction part two, just for YouTube, just because I got, I got so bored. I said, you know what? I just want to film something. So I did it myself. I was in it myself. I did the camera. I did everything, the audio, the whole thing myself only to see, can I do that? And yeah, mm -hmm. you know, I was able to do it and I was able to I put it on YouTube and I was like, okay, cool. You know, it's, I was able to get some expression out and that's fine. But for now, all I'm doing is focusing Absolutely. on writing. I'm taking an animation class to learn animation. Um, I'm nice. just, I'm keeping myself occupied. Um, so that way, when the time starts to come up, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, my mind is fresh. You know, I've been, I've been working on things. I haven't left the industry or I haven't left, you know, uh, what I love to do. Yeah. I just been doing it in small Absolutely. bits and pieces and that's what keeps me going. Mm -hmm. That's the best thing to do, honestly. Yeah. Just keeping the momentum going and yeah, I mean, you have to, busy. you have to, again, we, we're artists, 
And as, as long mm-hmm. as we love to create, then we're going to have to find ways of creating, but in a safe environment. And I give anybody mm-hmm. who's, who's getting ready to the film right now and those people who are, uh, you know, filming already, you know, all I can tell them is, you know, be safe and, you know, please uh, try to be as, as, you know, think about your cast, think about your crew, you know, their safety and everything like that, you know, try your best because what you're telling people is my, my uh, creativity, my, my dreams and my uh, story Exactly. Your, yeah, exactly. And, and that's yeah. not a it's, that's something that you don't want people to think that, you know, you're doing this for that. You know, my Absolutely. every time I do yeah. something, I do it for the actors and I do it for the crew and I promote them. And I, you know, and if if I go out and I start doing something right now, that's completely the opposite of what I've always said. So, you know, you just mm-hmm. have to wait. But but there are rules there. There are putting them out there, you know. Well, I know Netflix has gone back to yes, they are filming. They are, um, they are filming. And uh they're going by a card system, yes, right? Yes. On set. And but again, Netflix is um they're quarantining their people. You see, they're quarant- true, they yeah. they've taken over hotels. Matter of fact, um what I, I read an article that said something that um Netflix had built or actually had purchased a couple of hotels and in different wow. in different states of where they film. And that's where they're keeping their people. They have their own drivers. They have their own, uh, you know, the transportation, all the stuff they have themselves so they can put somebody. And and when you, you know, quarantine somebody, you sequester somebody, you're paying for their time. So imagine if you mm-hmm. if you hire Brad Pitt and you're paying Brad Pitt money. For Brad Pitt to sit in a hotel room for 14 days, earning his rate, that's a lot of money, you know? That's so, yeah. But that's what they're yeah. doing. They're putting these people up. They're paying them their rate to, to keep them there. They test negative, and then they, they take them to the set. They keep them, you know, quarantined on set until they need them for actual filming. I mean, they're, they're doing a lot. But again, they have the money to do that. And... You know, as long as they have the ability and the money to do it, that's why they're filming right now. That's why they've gotten stuff going again. And again, the the uh, Netflix, they have their own insurance company, you know, and so uh, they can do that. You know, they, they can cover their mm-hmm. own policies and everything. So these are these are things that, again, I'm talking about like the Central Valley and stuff. Uh, us who mm-hmm. are out here we don't have that ability yet you know we don't have it and let's say if you want to film and let's say you want to use like matt is telling ernest serrano hey i want to i want to use you in my film i want you to be the lead in the film i'm going to say lead because i won't take anything else Mm -hmm. but anyway uh i'm (laughs) I'm going to be the lead in your film but you want me to be quarantined for 14 days not go anywhere, not do anything, just stay in my house for 14 days. But you're not going to pay me. See what I mean? Oh, that's no. yeah. So because like I still work, you know, even though I'm retired uh, as a deputy sheriff, I still work as notary and I still go out and I do things. So that means that's money I can't make. 
You see, in order yeah. to be in your project, you know, 14 days from now or, or like 16 days from now. So it's going to be hard pressed to find someone who's going to want to do that. So you're going to have to put up the money to put somebody, you know, away for 14 days. That's going to cut into some serious budget. You know, oh, I yeah. kind of, I've, I'm writing down rules myself right now. This is like Serrano Studios rules is, is basically what I'm doing. Ooh. And, you know, That's what, I, what I'm looking at as, especially for budget wise, let's talk about food. Okay. Let's say um, mm -hmm. I want to get a project going and I'm going to pay my actors um, uh, the ultra low budget rate from SAG, which is $100 a day. Okay. So mm -hmm. I'm going to tell somebody, okay, I'm going to pay you $100 a day. All right. Now, in order to cover food, you know, we can't do food the same way anymore. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, you know what? Instead of paying you $100 a day, I'm going to pay you $125 a day. That $25 is for you to bring food to set. You can have your little cooler. You can do whatever. You buy your food. You bring it to set. You have your food. So now I don't have to worry about that actor's food. You see, you pay them a little bit extra because like for a per diem, Depending on the rates and things like that, it goes from 25 to 35 a day as a per diem. Mm -hmm. So if I say, okay, you know, I'm paying you the minimum, you know, SAG ultra low, which is 100, um, then I'm going to pay you 25 for your food for the day. That means every day you come to set, if you're set to go there for five days, you know, you're going to get $125 a day. Now, if you don't want to buy food with that $25 and you, you're going to just not eat anything, that's on you. That's on you. But mm -hmm. at least I'm giving you the incentive to buy your food and bring it to set and have something to eat. So you can have your little snacks, you can have your sandwich or whatever it is that you want, you know, your tofu or I don't know, whatever, whatever you decide you want to eat. You can have that with you on set. Mm -hmm. That way, when time lunchtime comes and you mm -hmm. break, everybody goes to their prospective corners. They eat their food and everything like that, and we're good to go. So that's one of the things that I'm looking at doing. Now, uh, does it okay. bump up the uh, you know the the budget for actors? You know, the pay for actors. Yeah, it's going to bump that up a little bit, but. When you look at a situation like, for instance, Confessions, I spent for the weekend, I spent something like $600, yeah, about $600 for the weekend of food. That's craft services, mm -hmm. that's, cra that's uh, um, uh, you know, the snacks, the whole thing, you know, from breakfast, lunch, and dinner, yeah, the water, all, the all water, that stuff. Everything. I spent about $600. Now... Mm -hmm. If you if you look at paying each actor, let's say on that set I had only two actors on that set, Michael and Alicia. Okay, now if I paid them 125 a day and they're there for the two days, you know, then you're looking at 50 bucks for each person. That's 100 dollars spent on food just for them. Okay, and mm -hmm. the cast and crew or the crew and everything. You know, you can work out kind of the same thing with them and everything. It's going to end up being less in food. Because if you have just a cinematographer, a gaffer, one PA, uh, the AD, that's four people right there. So it's going to be mm -hmm. a lot less money. 
you know, to do it that way. So I kind of feel that I can save money in the budget by doing that, you know, that way, paying the actors a little bit more money. So that way they have the food and everything. Uh, and that way they can eat. Other than that, like I said before, the contacting these uh, airline companies that do the food and getting prepackaged food, mm-hmm. you know, but, you Which know, is so, a great yeah, idea. so I mean, there's, yeah. There's a couple of different ways you can go about doing it and everything, but that's one of the things for me also is, you know, I have like five or six, uh, 10 by 10 tents, you know, those canopy things. Um, mm-hmm. you can actually mm-hmm. set those up because it's 10 feet square. So you can set them up, you know, next to each other and everything like that. And you have social distancing space for each person. So each person can have their own little, you know, space to put their ward and you close it off so they can do wardrobe in there. They can do their own makeup in there. They can have lunch there. They can do whatever, you know. So these are things that I've been kind of thinking about. How how am I going to come back and what do I have that I can come in and be able to do these things and not spend that much money? So those are a couple of different Mm -hmm. things, you know, other than that. Supplying the masks, supplying, you know, all the uh, hand sand and things like that. You know, these are things that, yeah, we're going to have to supply those things for these people, you know. And we have to show them that we care enough about them. And and that's only yeah. going to happen when they, when they see what you're putting forward to get this done, you know. So those, you know, that's mm-hmm. kind of where I'm going right now. But. There's a lot more that I have to consider in, in, in getting started. And that's the reason why I'm taking my time. So I'm not in a rush, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll see when production kicks up uh, back up here in, uh, yeah. in LA. Because, yeah. you know, I know those those regulations are for Georgia. So I don't know if there's going to be anything different here. Well, SAG, SAG has been we shall see. working with uh, the different unions and things like that. All the different unions have been meeting. And trying to figure out what's the best way to go. Because, again, the, the hard part for the studios, they may have all the money to do whatever, but they still have unions that they, they have to deal with. You know, they still have Teamsters they have to deal with, you know. And a lot of these, yeah, a lot I of these see. places are kind of like, no, we're not sending our people in until we have some kind of guarantee that they're going to be safe. So that's the reason why LA is is not doing anything right now because no one has come up with a plan that will help everybody out. Everybody's kind of doing their own little individual thing right now, but you have to realize in order for a studio to get started, there are a number of entities that are involved in that. And each one of those are a separate unit, you know, and they have to come together in order to agree on something. That gives us the independence a little bit more flexibility because we don't necessarily have to deal with unions, but we still have to deal with insurance. We still have to deal with, um, you know, the different uh, crews that, you know, I know a lot of different people that work on different crews. They just don't work in helping me. They help other people. So, you know, these are things that we have to look at, you know, who are these people working with? Are they protecting themselves? You know, so there's there's a lot. There's mm-hmm. there's so much uncertainty right now. It's very, very hard to say, yeah, we can go out there and film right now. It's no big deal. It's no problem. No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when it even comes specifically to the film set and how that is going to be run, 
um, post COVID-19 and after all of this. So I know um, with Netflix, they have the card system. And so do you, um, you think you can explain more you know, about how I'm that whole system works? I'm still trying to figure that out myself on their, on their card system and everything like that. It's, I remember, I know they said like, um, like uh, producers and directors, they have a certain, like an all pass card, you know, that they could go everywhere. And then actors have a specific card where they're somewhere, character, uh, the um, camera crew, they have a specific card, yeah. for, you know, their specific area and they're not allowed into yeah, the other areas. Yeah, it's, it's, so. it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like, I don't want to say like Game of Thrones, each each territory, you know, you get permission <laughs> to, you know, to cross a territory mm -hmm. and, and you're probably not going to get that permission because they know that they've been keeping themselves, you know, clear of everything and they've been, you know, social distancing and they've been keeping, you know, uh, each one has their own. Matter of fact, each one of them, they have their own, uh, I don't want to say medical facility, but they have their own doctor type thing or nurse, whatever which is actually something that I plan to do. I, my aunt is a nurse. And so when I get started, you know, I've already told her, hey, look, you know, I want you to come on set. I want you to be the one that's going to check temperatures uh, to keep track of people and see if anybody's been uh -huh. sneezing or coughing or if they're showing any signs. So these are the things that, you know, I'm looking on doing myself. Now, do I have to pay her? Yeah, I'm going to have to pay her to do it. You know, of course. But those are the things that I'm looking at because mm -hmm. the, these are the things that like Netflix and, and Amazon and all these different companies that are trying to get going again. These are the things that they're doing, you know, but of course they have a pretty big staff that's doing that and everything. So, you know, we, we have to look at trying to emulate as much as possible what they're doing. And if that means, you know, on our set that the camera crew has to stay by themselves, you know, that's what the walkie talkies are for. You know, they have to be by themselves and the mm -hmm. gaffers have to be by themselves. And, you know, and even even if you have a best boy on set that's usually helping out the gaffers, they have to be separate. You know, they can bring the, the extension cords and the wires and everything like that. Uh, but, you know, they have to set it up. They can't let, you know, the gaffers take over and set that up and everything. The gaffers are going to have to just be the ones that are going to have to work on adjusting the lighting itself. Uh, cinematographer, you know, all his stuff has to be kept mm -hmm. separate. Now, I'm lucky because, like I said, I, my wife is my script supervisor. So we can interact. We mm -hmm. can be together. We can interact or whatever like that because we, you know, we live together. We know that we're good. But unless you can find uh, mm -hmm. boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, uh, boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend group, you know, that, yeah, that's like yeah, an entire you know, crew. Hey, I yeah. got this gaffer, and and he has this girlfriend. They both gaff together. Cool, you know. There you go. And the same thing like you for a PA. You know, you can find yeah. the PA that the boyfriend girlfriend or whatever the relationship may be, but they're together and they live together and they're willing to PA together. Hey, perfect. You know, so those are the those are the things that we have to kind of expand to and look for. You know. So I know, like, for myself, mm -hmm. like I said, I have my wife. I know, like, Aaron, uh, Aaron Albright has his wife who helps him out on set and everything. Anna, uh, she is an actress, but she's also a makeup artist. She also does special effects stuff and everything, you know? So 
he's you know they work together you see so when if you can have something like that mm-hmm. that will help you out a lot more than you know you being by yourself or you know a cinematographer being by himself and, and first ad by themselves whatever it may be you know we're going to have to think outside the box in order mm-hmm. to try to get back to doing some filming and everything So I should ask too, um, how has the whole film scene in the Central Valley grown? Because <laughs> even just for, in the last ten years, I'm that's sure right. it's grown you're, you're in LA now, huh? Yeah, that's right. I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you I took live, off. I live in here. Burbank now. <laughs> I well, I did. Yeah, I came yeah. to yeah. I came to film school in um, 2016, and yeah, yeah I'm just been, here I've now. Been following but, your stuff, I've been following. Yeah, your it stuff was a scare though. And what you've been doing and. Keeping track of your film school stuff and everything. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same with you. Uh, yeah. Your projects are on Amazon Prime. And um, before we end, too, definitely tell everybody where they can see your films, where they could follow yeah. you. Yeah. And keep I up think uh, the touch. Central Valley has uh, has grown. There's a there's a lot of production companies out there now. Mm-hmm. They're a, a, they're independents, but there's more, and you have to kind of try mm-hmm. to separate uh, the ones that have a camera and and choose a name to the ones that uh, have a crew, have people, have been you know out there doing things and everything. So if you're gonna work with somebody out here in the Central Valley, you have to do your homework, you know, because again, there's, there's good and there's bad in everything. Um, I happen to know a lot of good yeah. uh, filmmakers out here. And I think you know a lot of them too, and everything. You know, right now I've been working closely with Aaron Albright. Uh, he has the um, uh, Silver Moon Pictures. That's his production company. Uh, George nice. Ohan is still doing his thing yeah. with Fulton Film Company. He's grown quite a bit, and and doing the stuff out here and everything. Uh, KP is um, still doing a lot of his stuff with Studio One, and yeah, uh, I think they have Mad. Uh, what is it? I don't want to say the wrong thing. So he, I know he has, I think he has another name that he's using too out there, but um, you know, Matt Sconce is, is he had taken a break for a while and now he's back, you yeah. know, uh, working on stuff and everything. Of course his project got delayed because of all of this too, but, um, but there are a lot of different yeah. people out here. There are some up, new up and coming people. Uh, Dominic St. Clair has been, has been out there trying to get things going. Um, and of course, you know, you've got, uh, Michael Rodriguez, who's been doing all kinds of, with, uh, MSR, yeah. uh, productions and stuff. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of talented people out here. I just think that, uh, this, this whole situation has, has hampered basically a lot of things that were progressing really, really well. Um, and so now it's just going to be a matter of yeah. getting back started again. I do know that uh, my buddy uh, Danny Salcida with Falcon Pictures is uh, starting to film. They're, they're going to be they're going to start filming, and I think June oh. June second they're going to start filming. Great. So uh, I've I've spoken to him and I've told him just be very careful with what he's doing. Uh, I wish everybody all the luck in the world if they're going to go film right now. So, uh, but yeah, he's got quite a few projects mm-hmm. going. Uh, he's even doing uh, a project with. Uh, George Lopez uh, coming up soon. I think it's uh, uh, 
Legend of a Hitman or something like that. Yeah, so yeah, he's he's doing very well nice. and everything. And so yeah, there's there's a lot of people doing things. And the Central Valley is not to be, you know, put down or anything like that. We have a lot of good people out here. I just think that there are yeah. a lot of bad people that make the Central Valley look bad. And so when people start to see mm-hmm. product that are that are coming out of the Central Valley that's just not good. That's what they think the Central Valley is, and it's not. It's not. There's a lot of talented people out here. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of uh, marketing things the right way out here and, and letting people know. I mean, we have major studios coming out to the Central Valley to film. You know, I mean, there's there's been the Avengers came out here to film. Transformers came out here to film. You know, there's a lot of uh, production companies that come out to the Central Valley because we're only two and a half hours away. You know. Well, to Fresno, it's three hours, yeah. three and a half hours. But anyway, you know, we're not far. So, I mean, a lot of it. And the Central Valley has mm-hmm. multiple looks. It can look like a desert. It can look like the mountains. It can look like, you know, farmland. It can look like anything, really. If you go to the right locations, it looks like all kinds of areas. So, you know, it's, it's prime for filming. Uh, and I really do hope that... Uh, more companies come out here to film and everything because that's great work for a lot of the local crews. You know, it'd be fantastic for them to get some some work yeah. out of it and everything. But again, it still falls back to you know when we can get started and when we can get started safely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, Let's really, hope that really happens hope soon. Does. And I um, think that um, I think that there's going to be some some break in this there's going to be some way that uh you know they can get things going someone's going to come up with uh, a plan that's that's logistically possible for everybody to do you know because at some point everyone's going Mm -hmm. to have to give in to something in order to get filming going again they can't hold out forever you know the unions for the gaffers, the transportation for the directors' unions, all these different unions are going to have to come together at some point in time and come up with a plan. So, and that's going to make the insurance companies happy mm-hmm. because without, without them, you know, without their policies in place, then I don't know how we're going to be able to get going. And me personally, I never film without insurance. Mm-hmm. I always have insurance. That's one of the biggest reasons why I am not doing anything is because I know my insurance company that I use. I, I've talked to them a couple of times already, and they're saying, nope, it's not going to happen. So, yeah. 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 Well, that's the best choice right now. And you, I mean, you said it before. Um, how important is the project you yeah. know, compared to other people's safety and yeah, know, that's what the you people have to connected to those people? So. Again, we are all artists. You know, I'm a director. Yes. Do I love directing? Of course I do. Do I love acting? Yeah, I love acting. It's it's a lot of fun. We are all artists in some way, shape, or form. From the cast, the crew, everybody who sets foot on a set is an artist. And we all want to express our art in some way, shape, or form. But you got to be able to do it safely. you got to give your people some reassurance that when they go home, they're not going to contaminate anybody. They're not going to get sick. 
you know, again, there are people who can have it and not get sick, but they can be carriers. So until mm-hmm. we, the Central Valley, come up with some way of assuring our people that their safety comes first, I don't think there's a project out there that is important enough to get started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Absolutely. Well, no Ernest, problem. thank you so much for coming on the podcast today to share all of this. Um, please tell everybody okay. where we could find you, well, where we could watch your films. I all have of these. currently four projects on Amazon Prime. I have New York State of Mind. I have my uh, series, Confessions. Uh, I have Cast of 57, which is a short film that uh, stars uh, Ryan Ochoa. I have Joaquin. Mm-hmm. Was that from I? iCarly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, He's great. I He's remember great him guy. from iCarly. Yeah. We, we did a lot of talking when we were on set and everything. He was awesome to direct and everything. Uh, and like I said, we have Joaquin as King. And uh, my feature uh, that I've been working on for quite a few years is finally going to be coming out on Amazon, which is Grim Weaver. Um, so that it's been uh, awesome. submitted and it's been in review for the last month. <laughs> I keep calling him, telling him, hey, when are you going to put it on? But um, from what they're saying, uh, it looks more <laughs> like it's going to be the first week of June that it will finally come out. I've been working with Amazon really? since February to try to get this out, but uh, it's now looking like it's going to be the first week of June. So that is a two-hour film, two-hour horror film, and uh, I'm really looking forward for that to come out and everything. So beyond that, uh, look, look for Confessions Season 2. That is something that we're working on. So um, it's going to be 10 episodes at uh, 10 minutes an episode. And uh, we're, we're really excited about that because we're bringing back uh, my cast that was in it, plus a lot of uh, new people that are, uh, are going to be involved in it. Uh, we're going to be actually um, putting it out on L.A. Casting and a couple of the different uh, acting websites to uh, promote people from L.A. and different areas to come up and be involved in it. So, so yeah, so that is uh, that's what's going yes. on right now. All my other projects are basically on hold and just like everybody else's. And so yeah. my thing is this for everyone out there uh, that listens to your podcast and everything. Uh, continue to be creative, continue to express yourself and everything. Um, just find different ways of doing it right now until it's safe to be able to get out there and start filming, you know, practice, 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 practice at home, practice in your garage, you know, just keep practicing. Eventually we're going to be back out there. Eventually we're going to be back to filming again. Exactly. Just stay productive. Keep flexing that muscle. Like you said, you'll be be ready to go as soon as it comes back. No problem. I appreciate awesome. well, it. Ernest, and thank like you said, again I'm, so much. I'm extremely happy that awesome. you know you've been following your dream and everything. Like I said, I've been following you from when you were out here in the Central Valley, yeah. when you and I hooked up on a couple of uh, different things, you know, yeah. and then I followed you, you know, when you went to you know school yeah. and stuff like that, you know, and, and your different projects that you have going on, man. You know, you're doing fantastic. I'm really, I'm really proud of everything that you've accomplished. Thank you. Well, 
Thank you, man. And you know, I haven't forgotten about the Central Valley. I do want to go back we'll and, uh, and make films yeah. there. And, we'll definitely you know, hope up and collaborate do something, with artists you know, like you. Either Absolutely. out here yeah. or I may come down. I go down to LA a lot, so I may come down there for something too. So we'll, we'll, we'll definitely hook up. 